Hey, welcome to Wayfair, where the times they are a changing. Uh, not really, though. That was a few weeks ago. But I still really don't understand daylight savings time. Can anybody explain this? Anyway, in the midst of the slurry of sound bites, this podcast is like antimedia. It's filled with gaps and places for you to join in and respond. It's like spring cleaning for your soul, but without the harsh chemicals or the tough decisions like, will I ever really wear these cargo shorts? Or, is this olive sweater vest really my color? It's only half finished on its own, though. It needs you to be complete. Together, we'll explore a variety of spiritual practices, old and new, from Lectio Divina to guided prayers and meditations. And each day of the week, we'll focus on a particular attitude or a spiritual posture. Today, we're focusing on gratitude as we think about writing our own Beatitudes and who Jesus would call blessed today. Now, throughout the podcast, you'll encounter a variety of voices and you'll even be invited to participate. There will be places for you to respond in prayers and readings and songs. So join in as you feel led, unless you're still spring cleaning. And if you are, just let the cargo shorts go. It'll be okay. But keep the sweater vest. You're welcome. So, listen to your heart. Be attentive to the spark of the divine within you as we journey together. Cynthia, will you pray with me? I will pray a line and then leave a space for you to respond with. Give us ears to hear your song of love. So after each line, you can respond with, Give us ears to hear your song of love. Let's pray together. Your love is ringing all around us. In busy streets and country lanes, in office buildings and freshly plowed fields, in schools and in prisons, in mansions and in dirt-floored huts. Your love is ringing all around us. Amen.
Well, today as we think about gratitude, we're focusing on the Beatitudes again and asking the question, who would Jesus call blessed today? Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes I don't think I find the Beatitudes so surprising because they're familiar. I expect Jesus to say things that are counter to the culture of ancient Roman-controlled Palestine. So it's really easy to limit the scope of these words and sayings to that time and place. Now, Jesus is obviously speaking to his contemporary context, but I think we'll really miss something if we don't try to extrapolate these words for our context today. Maybe one of the blinders that this passage creates is the use of the word blessed. This word is so overwrought in our culture that it's nearly become its own meme, you know, hashtag blessed or have a blessed day. So maybe this isn't the word to use. Another popular translation of this word in these verses is actually happy. There's something about this translation that makes me think a little bit differently about this passage. Let's listen to a translation that uses happy instead of blessed and think about the implications of this choice. Happier people who are hopeless, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Happier people who grieve, because they will be made glad. Happier people who are humble, because they will inherit the earth. Happier people who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness, because they will be fed until they are full. Happier people who show mercy, because they will receive mercy. Happier people who have pure hearts, because they will see God. Happier people who make peace, because they will be called God's children. Happier people whose lives are harassed because they are righteous, because the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Happier you when people insult you and harass you and speak all kinds of bad and false things about you, all because of me. Be full of joy and be glad, because you have a great reward in heaven. In the same way, people harassed the prophets who came before you. These are pretty amazing words. You'll be happy if you make peace. You'll be happy when you're harassed for doing good. You'll be happy when you grieve. Is this really how things work? Well, I think Jesus is painting a picture of God's community. In this community, it's okay to be at the end of your rope. It's okay to grieve. It's okay to be humble. It's okay to know that you're a spiritual beginner It's okay to give second and third and fourth chances and more. It's okay to not demand to have your way. It's okay if people don't like you when you're working for justice. In fact, these are good things. And in fact, you may be happy in the end. I have a tendency to be a little self-conscious. I constantly replay things I said and did and wonder if I've offended someone or said something stupid. And I generally feel like I'm supposed to be perfect at everything. But when I start reading the Beatitudes, 
I start to get this vision of God's community, and it doesn't look anything like perfection. It doesn't look neat and tidy, and it certainly doesn't look homogenous. In God's community, there's, there's room for artists. There's room for accountants. There's room for people who are depressed. There's room for people who are bankrupt. There's room for entrepreneurs. There's room for conservatives. There's room for cat lovers. There's room for restaurateurs. There's room for liberals. There's room for mathematicians. There's room for khaki wearers. There's room for magicians. There's room for alcoholics. There's room for activists. There's room for warriors. There's even room for mourning people. And in this diverse community, we find happiness in the generosity of love, where those who have felt the healing and welcome of grace can then extend that grace to one another. This is a community that naturally extends that grace, not just to each other, but even the community around them. And that's the point. Jesus is saying, you don't have to play this game. You don't have to keep running the rat race. You're never going to reach success. You're never going to have enough. It's never going to satisfy you. Look. Look and see. You are already accepted. You are loved. You are beloved. So relax. You don't have to be something you're not. Just accept that you're loved and be who you're made to be. Now it's out of this security and love that then we can live these generous lives that the Beatitudes call us to. So be weird or be normal if that's your thing. Be happy, be clumsy, be loud, be quiet. Be yourself. But know you are loved and welcomed. Well, today we're going to take some time to contemplate this beautiful community of the beloved. We'll hear some Beatitudes that folks in the church have written, and we'll have plenty of space to reflect and to pray. You may want to use the phrase, I am a beloved child of God, as a centering prayer. Let's pray. are our pets, for they give us comfort. Blessed are the intellectuals, because their insight benefits us all.
Blessed are those who work hard because they are good to others. Blessed are the listeners, for they shall be heard. Blessed are the forgotten, for they do not walk alone. Blessed are the challengers, for they will change the world around them. God, thank you for welcoming each one of us in our differentness. Thank you for accepting us. Heal us so that we can share your grace. In Jesus' name, amen.
Hey, we're collecting Beatitudes. You know, the sayings of Jesus we find at the beginning of the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the meek. Who would Jesus call blessed today? Write your own Beatitude and call it in. Just leave a message at 859-813-0150. That's 859-813-0150. Or you can find the number in our show notes for the day. Wayfarer is a production of Central Baptist Church in Lexington, Kentucky. A loving, healthy, and progressive gathering of Christians where everyone is welcome. No exceptions. Find out more about Central at LexCentral.com. This episode was produced by me, Aaron Austin. Thanks to everyone who joined in, and thanks to you for listening. Join us tomorrow for another step along the journey. Thank you.